Welcome to Arcade Attack. A retro gaming podcast for up to four players. Hello, it's Adrian here for the latest Arcade Hat podcast. I'm here with Keith. Hello. How you doing, my friend? I'm good. And we've got Dylan. Hello. And in the background, we've got Noisy Fridge. Noisy Fridge. <laughs> my, my Noisy Fridge. Why, why, is your, why is your fridge so tired? I don't know. Why is my fridge so tired? Because it's been running all day. Because hey. uh, if you hear a sort of buzzing noise, it's not our fans going... Yeah. Well, I've probably removed that off the thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I like redundant jokes. But yes. we're all in the yeah. same room again. We are. Social ah. distanced. We really are. Because you have to pre, 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 prefix every, everything <laughs> with say that, social, yeah. social distanced. Or people will judge you. Exactly. We don't want to be judged. Some things that people do judge each other on is their favourite trilogies. Like the best, you know, The Godfather's Parts 1, 2 and 3, for example. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what trilogies do you guys enjoy? Back to the Future. True. Ooh. Yes. Good, good. Um, good. Good trilogies. I can't think of many trilogies, to be fair. Because no, as soon as they make a good trilogy, they think, let's just make another one as well. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something that's just kept a three. I wasn't a big fan of Lord of the Rings. Oh, really? No, I wasn't oh, a big okay. fan. Oh, I like those. I do. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Um, but the reason I'm talking about trilogies is because today will be the third and most likely final gaming myths slash conspiracy theory slash unbelievable truths. How podcast. I, how could I not predict you were going to say that? What is wrong with me? It's late now. <laughs> it's it late. You're late. tired. The guys listening to this don't know I'm how glad I made it to one of these, though. I did um, enjoy the first, the first yeah, we had a, of this trilogy. They've been quite popular. People seem to enjoy them. The stats don't like you. People like them. <laughs> um, stats thinking, don't lie in a doodle doodle doo. Yeah. And po- people thinking, oh, here you go. The first, the first two were pretty good, but the third one, what's he going to cook up now? There can't be ten more. These crazy are the dregs. These, this is like the slurry. Worst this is the like worst. the slag heap of <laughs> bottom of the, the barrel. The yeah. yes, we're really scraping it now. I've done the maths. I've scoured the internet. There's officially thirty gaming myths in total. Ever. That's it. That's, That's it. it. Yeah, you yeah. did it. So you did it. <laughs> ten each. So t- after today's episode, that's it. No more. No more myths. That's it. We're oh, going to have to create some. New we, ones. We're going to have to make, we'll make some ones. up. Um, before I Ooh, actually, go we and... could do oh, like on. another one. We say if you found a few more, and we could throw in throw in some that we've just made up off the top of Ooh, our heads. Yeah, and then we'll see if people can yeah. guess. And then at the end of the pod, we'll reveal which ones were true and which ones are false. Yes. Or each each of us has yeah, has got to find two. Yeah, two. One could be fake. One could be real. Like, would you like? Oh, yeah. I was going to say. Yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. Would I lie to you? We can all bring two each. I like it. Yes, yeah. yeah. That's a good idea. Um, one thing I won't lie to you is we recently spoke to Alex Hall, who who created one of the most infamous myths. It's more of a creepy pastor, Ben Drowned. Ben and, Drowned. Um, if you haven't heard that interview, please check it out. Yeah. He, he tells us more about that crazy... I mean, he's put me off playing Majora's Mask, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm yeah especially on the N64, again. definitely. <laughs> but that was a good interview, so listen to that. Um, anyway, I've got a couple more reviews for our podcast to go through. We like, we like oh, them. yeah, we do. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we like patting ourselves on the back. So I've got two latest... So, guys, here, here we go. So the first one is very funny and in, and interesting. Thank you, whoever said that. <laughs> no, no, that's the title. Oh. That's the title. Uh, it's a five star. It's a five star. Yay. And it says, it's one of the best gaming podcasts. I suggest a drinking game where you drink every time they mention the word Jaguar. 
Jaguar, 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 Jaguar. <laughs> the, oh, here we go. There's, there's, a, there's a little twist. It says, the less likely the episode, the stronger the drink. Okay, so if you actually watch it, that watch. Listen to the Atari Jaguar episode. You have to have really. sip water. Beers. There's a high chance. Beers. beers. You have to have beers. sip of beers. Yeah, but like, if if we did a Turbo Graphics episode, let's say, and you mentioned the word Jaguar, which I did, I think, yes, yeah, it was mentioned. That so, was vodka. You had to yeah, use vodka. Straight for that vodka. One. I was, was going to say absinthe, but there you go. Um, <laughs> absinthe does make the heart grow fonder. And no, no, he does. Ew. <laughs> the jokes. Yep. Uh, every time we say a bad joke, no, that I was going to say have a drink, but you'd be wasted after two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but he finishes up. I think it's a he. Sorry if it's a she. Uh, the interviews are amazing with the best people in the industry. Oh, oh wow, dude! All, you that's did all it, you man. That's, that's you. you. I'd, I'd like to say me and Keith contributed that, but we <laughs> no, haven't. <laughs> no um, a Canadian form. listener, thank you. I can't really. Thank read. you, Canada. Um, I can't really. I think it's Alo Alonso, but I might say that wrong. But thank you, thank you. Um, oh, we have got another yes. interview as well called Retro Goodness. That's the title. That's the title of the another uh, review of the review. Sorry, yeah. yeah Again, another five stars. Okay, this is a long overdue review of what has become for me my favorite uh, a favorite podcast. Oh. I tick those retro game boxes, born at the end of the 70s, uh, cut my gaming teeth on the ZX Spectrum before progressing through Sega and Nintendo consoles, nice. handhelds, etc. And there is much to love on this podcast in this respect. But what I think elevates this show above its uh, contemporaries is a real sense of love for gaming culture and a complete lack of cynicism. Oh, which weirdly is often a trope of retro gaming discussions. Oh, I hate gaming. I don't know. I, Sorry. Think, <laughs> I think some of us have got a fair amount of cynicism, eh, Dor? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Flying Edge? <No. laughs> he says, it, uh, or she, he, she says, I highly, I highly recommend this one. Keep, keep up the good work, chaps. And it's oh. a little beer emoji. Oh, oh, we got a beer. We got, an, we got oh, beer emoji, electronic yeah. beer. Thank, Thank you for sending us much. electronic yeah. beer. And that's um, from Polyhead. Thank you, Polyhead. Thank you, Polyhead. Um, we like to... We're sharing the good news. We blow our own sharing trumpet. Love. We blow our own <laughs> trumpet because no one else is going to blow our trumpet. <laughs> no, they're not. And if you want to give us a review, there's a nice uh, link called Rate This Podcast slash Arcade. I'll put that again in the show notes. Do you, <laughs> yeah. do you, want, me to, do you want me to do that? <laughs> yeah, if you Every don't Every myth's episode... Oh, this is the last myth's episode. Or yeah. you can just go on iTunes and do it that way. Whatevs. Um, anyway, should we do some more gaming myths? Yes, I'm. Oh, Let's do it. I'm champing slash chomping at the bit. And remember, we do it in rank order, so worst to be- No, we don't. <laughs> we don't <laughs> don't, don't do that. We just go through ten. We just go through ten. <laughs> just ten. Uh, so there you go. Oh, well, this is great. And you could say it's not. It's arguably not a video game, but I think it is. Hall of Tortured Souls. Have you heard of this? No, no. It's um, linked to a software program. Spoiler alert: Microsoft Excel ninety five. <gasps> XL95. Um, <laughs> I know. XL95. I mean, come on. Uh, respect to the sh- program, the software. Respect the spreadsheet. Respect, respect the spreadsheet. <laughs> but there's a hidden, there is a hidden game and quite evil game in, in that particular piece of software. So if you go down to the 95th row, select the whole row, uh, tab over column B, go to help slash about, Hold Control Alt Shift and click the Tech Support button. A mini game window appears called Hall of Tortured Souls. This is new to you. I've never heard this. It's crazy. I'll, I'll show you a screenshot in a minute. It's a room with a glowing green pools and another red names dripping down the wall. Um, so it's a, yeah, a green room with dripping blood in, it, with, with names dripping down. But if you type in the word um, Exelkfa, which is E X C E L K F A, while facing a certain direction. 
wall disappears and you can cross a narrow bridge leading to a room with pictures of the developers. Can you imagine? That's got to be rubbish. Yeah. So, no, that can't be true. No, it's completely true. And I've got a picture here. It looks like oh, a very happen? simple 3D FPS kind of game view, oh, doesn't wow. it? Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. All of <laughs> I don't know if Bill Gates, Bill Gates knows that. about this. Um, but I, I like it. Yeah. So if like you, everyone who's got Windows 95 and Office 95 is rushing to do that right now. <laughs> yeah, not many you, of you. Not but many you're of you. all rushing uh, to do it. <laughs> Do you want to update to Windows 10? No, I want to go back oh, to Windows 95. Why did they do it? Why did they do it? If you're making spreadsheets all day, come on, it's a good program. Yeah. It's boring. You probably slipped in a, a, I like an it, Easter though, egg. A hall of tortured souls, and it's all pictures of the, prog- the developers. Yeah, yeah. 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 And yeah. It's, you could argue it's not really a game, but I think you can walk around and check out names and yeah, that's quite that's, a spooky. I setting. like it. I like yeah. it. Name me a new villain for Batman. That you would choose because I've got one here. I think would make quite a good villain. Spreadsheet man. (laughs) Yeah, he's bored of doing spreadsheets all day. (laughs) He makes hidden games in Excel. Yeah, Batman needs to take him down. A new Batman villain. Combine another animal with man, and I think this would work quite well. Gerbil man. (laughs) Gerbil man. Hamster man. Close. We're getting there. Uh, Donkey man. Mouse man. Oh no, mouse man. Mouse man. What if I told you? Vol man. (laughs) Mole man. (laughs) The rat man. Ratman. Ratman. Rat Have you heard man. of Ratman? No. No. In any context linked to a video game before? Ratman. Ratman. I think I've called a few people Ratman in anger before, but <laughs> Ratman. Ratman. Um, um, Ratman is linked to the GTA series. We've done a we've done oh. a similar um, myth regarding um, Bigfoot, didn't yeah. we? But mm. in and again, this is arguably not retro. Blah blah blah. But in Grand Theft Auto Four. Apparently, there's big, strong rumours, there's a myth, that there's a rat man that lives in the sewers. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, so there's lots of there's lots of little evidence that lend uh, the validity of this legend. Um, validity. Validity, even. There's, apparently, if you go to certain areas, uh, down subways and so forth, there's an angry voice that can some, you can sometimes hear saying, Get out! Um, <laughs> And apparently, there's there's often mentions of rat problems on on the radio, and people are pretty sure they've seen this sinister figure in the sewer area. Um, there's no definitive proof. There's some blurry pictures, um, Photoshop pictures, possibly, but apparently, Ratman could be real. What do you reckon of that, guys? I like the idea of it, but I'm thinking Splinter, isn't it? I think of Ratman. Yeah, I'm thinking that's the first thing I thought of was Splinter. <laughs> <laughs> bring, it. bring it would he scratch your eyes out well is he more man than rat or I more googled, rat than man like I googled rat man GTA and the pictures they show are really blurry but they're kind of like a, a trench coat kind of a rattish sort of face human but a rattish face it's pretty mm. sinister would you want to meet rat man on a rainy day Wait, am, I I ma- am I making oh, no, I'm thinking of the turtles themselves I'm thinking back to the cartoon and I'm thinking when he went above ground, did he did wear dress a trench like coat and a, and a hat? No, but they used to, didn't they? They used to wear yeah, trench coats yeah, yeah. and like they did. Hats. Didn't Splinter do that? Did Splinter as well? do that as well? I don't know. Maybe. So maybe. It but is Splinter it. then, isn't it? It's Splinter. We've we've solved that mystery. Splinter's yeah. in GTA Four. <laughs> Apparently, do you guys like GTA Four? It's San Andreas, isn't it? No, four? GTA Four huh? is the one with Nick um, Nicola, isn't it? But oh, I don't what's know. Was it? Oh, for, is it? Oh, I don't really the know. The European guy. was the fourth one. But, I get confused with the naming. Sometimes. I've forgotten. Yeah, it was the first one on the, the Xbox 360 and the PS3 GTA 4, I think. 
Yeah, it was. Because then you had GTA 5 for forever. Yeah, it's been out for like nine years or something. Yeah. So Ratman, more impressive than Bigfoot or not so much? Oh, well, the Bigfoot if he exists, because Bigfoot didn't exist, did he? Was that just well, a Well, in GTA 5, uh, 5, you can be Bigfoot. But it would have been better if it was in San Andreas. Yeah. Maybe GTA 6 is like a, a Ratman spin-off game, and you, you're basically Ratman. GTA 6 released when we're retired. In about <laughs> yeah, 30, basically, yeah. In about 20 years' time. Yeah, thanks, Rockstar. What would I tell you if there was a video game that predicted the future? Uh, what would you What would you tell us? Yeah, what, what would you say if I said there's a, there's a video I game that was released in 2008? So again, it's still retro, just about maybe, but it predicted future events in quite sinister ways. Ooh, uh, 2008. Yeah, can you think of anything? Oh, oh I don't know. Since what was really a terrible thing? Is was it a popular game? Oh yeah, it's a game that kind of passed me by a bit, but hugely popular, big series. Oh, and this is the third in in its installment. 2008. Should I take care of your misery? Go on. Yeah. Fallout 3. Oh, oh Fallout. Are you fans of Fallout? Fallout 3? I have... Well, I started playing Fallout 3 about a year ago and kind of gave up with it. <laughs> because... Because I stopped playing my They predicted the future and you thought, oh, this is too scary. Oh, well, this is a bit... <laughs> yeah, it was a bit barren. Do you want to hear, do you want to hear some quite, quite creepy, maybe tenuous links to, to, to future... Um, yeah, go on, go on. Well, for, what in Fallout? 3? In Fallout Three. So Fallout yeah. Three. Remember, two thousand eight was released. Mm. Um, in the game, and you know better than me, Dylan. You pick up transmissions from radio stations, right? Yeah. And if the right conditions are met, you you will occasionally hear random numbers. Have you, seen, have you heard something? And they're, apparently, they're Morse code. Uh, no. And these numbers. Oh, okay. This is this is great. Um, this this was a transmission. One two five five two eight two zero one zero, and it says, "What are you talking about?" So they do the numbers. It would say, "What are you talking about?" Hmm. And what's what's uh, what you're talking about from? What famous TV show? Different strokes. Different strokes. Yeah. The main actor is uh, Gary Coleman. Gary Coleman. And um, again, getting a little bit dark here. So adult themes. Uh, but apparently, he died at. 12.05 p.m. on May the 28th, 2010, which links very closely to those numbers. Whoa. Spooky. That is spooky, isn't it? So, obviously, this was like two years after the game was released. That's weird. That is weird. I mean, you know... Massive you coincidence, co- but that's weird. Mm. It is weird. And there's, there's another one. Another message says 945-4202010. And then it says, accident in golf, several dead, oil spill, apparently averted. And then... Bob's your uncle. What happens a few years later? There's a BP explosion, um, and and many people died in, in because Whoa. of that. Pretty That's crazy weird. on that same day. That's weird. That is bad, isn't it? That's spooky, man. That is spooky. Um, yeah. So, and a, they got one more prediction. Well, there's, there's a few more probably, but there's one more prediction here, and they're saying here that Britney Spears will win an Academy Award in 2023. Come on, so she can do it. Money on. <laughs> Put your money on. She can do it. She done one film once, remember? That really Crossroads. <laughs> yeah. Is that Oscar worthy? You answered that way too quick. I did, yeah. Way too quick. I remember watching it and ended up snogging my date more than actually watching the film. Nice. And I don't was there a bit I think there might be a scene where she's dancing around in her pants or something. <laughs> Can't remember. But it's not really one for Britney fans. Well, it is. But not for Britney fans. Did you see a potential Oscar winner in that performance? Though? <laughs> I think I saw potential in something there. 
So get your get your bets ready. Straight down the bookies tomorrow. I would say <laughs> though, if you watch the next Karate Kid with Hilary Swank, you wouldn't watch that and go, "Oh, that's gonna she's she's gonna win." True. She's, she's gonna be a million dollar baby. No. Yeah. You wouldn't have seen. You never know. And she's not. And boys don't cry. I think it's mm-hmm. cool as well. Good film. Um, my point is, there you go. We know the future. Britney Spears, future Oscar winner. Oh, I need Thanks to go to down to the Paddy Power. There you go. Um, so yeah, Fallout Free. Play it with your own at your own risk, Dylan. Oh no! All right, I'm not going to play that game again. <laughs> right. So number seven, we're, we're going through the list. You ready for the next one? I'm ready. Yeah. We love a good Pokemon, why don't we? Yes. A bit of Pokemon. Um, the the Pokemon? one where I get confused about where Ash is from. <laughs> why? Go, the Pokemon Ash is one's from... always so grim. Oh, Ash is from Lavender Town. No, he's from Pallet Town. <laughs> yeah. Pay attention. But yeah, I thought we'd get more backlash. From the that, Lavender Town you? thing was weird, but you're gone. This is um, again a quite spooky theory, a myth that Pokemon are purely the result of a massive global war. These are almost war. like mutant animals. Right. Um, yeah, so Pokemon is obviously the universe of Pokemon is is based probably in a slightly different land of us obviously super advanced technology but often populated by fishermen or bug catchers yep. so the theory is that it all takes place after a global scale chemical war that has mutated the animals into super powered freaks and killed off most of the adult men in the world so there's a big war to kill loads of men um yeah so the first time you encounter you encounter a lieutenant surge in the game he mentions that the electric Pokemon saved him during the war. So there was some kind of oh, war in the past. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, and, and often this is probably, well, speculation. This is why some of the characters, like Ash, not, seem not to have a oh, father no figure. Yeah. And every adult male in the game has a career in the military, organized crime, or are very old, so obviously weren't picked for yeah. the war. Uh, it yeah, also or they're like doctors or professors or yeah, mm. they're, they're, yeah that's weird yeah okay and it also explains why you encounter mostly children throughout the game and why your mother seems to have no problem about letting you go off uh, in With a the rat. crazy world have a rat <laughs> and explore the world an electric rat <laughs> Without, not rat man rat rat <laughs> <laughs> have an electric rat yeah rat man wouldn't exist luckily because he'd be you know gone from that's the war that's a weird one what do you think it's possible there's I'll aspects, be, it's there's aspects it's not... to it but the world of Pokemon is too lush and yeah. to have yeah, been destroyed I mean, by a, a there's war there's no war ravagedness yeah. about that you know but, but there's the things about the men and stuff like that yeah. Yeah. yeah so you know there you go so Nintendo please tell us once and for all yeah Nintendo you mentioned the Pokemon prequel game that'd be like, Nintendo haven't free. said no Judgment so... <laughs> Pokemon no. Judgment Day <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what would make a good term? Come on, Judgment Day. (laughs) Come on, Blastoise after you. (laughs) There's a Blastoise after you. He won't stop. Yeah, which Pokemon would you send back in time to save the (laughs) savior of the human race? Pikachu's just too friendly and too nice. (laughs) Or to take care of the Terminator. Although he's electric, I mean, he can just fry the Terminator, really, Mm. can he? So Mewtwo gets my shout. You know. Oh yeah, okay. We like being Mewtwo. Mew and the Mewtwo. Um, Oh, you like this game, Um, Braid. Yes, the girl. Braid. You know about? Have you heard about this crazy theory about Braid? I think you might mention. I've it only played. Do you know what? I've never played the full game. I've only played the sort of the limited demo bit. And okay, I've kind of yeah. It's Describe the game because I don't know it too well. I don't know it. What's Braid? So Braid. Oh god, this is going way back now. So Braid was like one of these first indie platformers that brought about this whole kind of indie okay, revolution. Yeah, yeah. So you know, when Xbox said, "Oh yeah, give us your indie games." Mm. Then, yeah, the guy made Braid do this. And the, the, the kind of the gimmick, well, it's not a gimmick, it's quite a really kind of clever gameplay mechanic is that you can rewind time. Okay. So it's kind of, you play like this little, like, like school, like kid and like dressed like, in, like a schoolboy and 
I think he's not meant to be a schoolboy. Maybe like an, his like name is adult. Tim. Tim. So he's like trying to. He's trying to. I think he's trying to investigate his emotions about his relationship or something. It's quite deep. It's quite deep. So a lot of these sort of the bits of it, you have to rewind it to get through the puzzles. So one of the first one of the first things is that you can see a key. But you kind of have to go past it, and I think when you re- re- rewind it, then you can get the key, and then oh, sort of yeah. get out, and that was its thing. But I never, I want to play it more. It does look quite sad because, like the the level select thing is all like rooms of his house, and they all kind of yeah. lead off. It's quite somber. It's quite you know, it's quite feely. The the myth won't make you feel any better. <laughs> oh God, oh, what's no. the myth? Um, and apparently, it's not. It's actually true. It's not even a myth. I'm the, the you know, it's already the spoiler alert. Hmm. Um. Yeah, did you, if you collect seven stars, don't know if you've ever done that in no. the game. That whole one that if you want to complete, I literally only played the demo, so I haven't well, played it in any depth. Get the full game, com- collect all the seven stars, which are very hard. To, I think it's almost impossible to get without the help of a guide, which mm. I think there's a girl that helps you. Is that right? In some of the levels, don't know. Again, can't remember. Okay, um, all good. Nice platform game, like you said, maybe slightly somber, but you get to the end of the game, and. The ending, the normally the ending in the game would show you helping the princess escape from a bad guy, but then it turns out you're watching the situation in reverse, and she's actually trying to escape from you mm. because it turns out you're not a very nice person. Now, a bit of a spoiler on the game, apologies, but if you collect that, I think that's if you complete the game without the seven stars. If you complete the game with the seven stars, you get the, the you get the proper ending, and it basically says here. Um, you can actually catch up to the princess. You can touch her. You know, obviously she's trying to arrive, but you can go and touch her. But as soon as you do, she flashes rapidly, and then you, she basically you hear a big sound, and there's a nuclear explosion. Yeah, it blows up the world. Apparently, the entirety of Braid is meant to be a metaphor for the creation of the atomic bomb and how its creators might have wished they could go back in time to undo all the damage it caused. Um, it's deep. Yeah. Well, that's deep. And... Um, the game's epilogue even features a quote from Kenneth uh, Bainridge, the head of the Trinity Atomic Bomb Tests. So wow. it's been, it is a, apparently it's true. It's quite a dark, meaning game. I mean, the guy, you, he, oh, it's, I think it's indie game, the first, like, the film that centers around Braid, Fez, and Super Meat Boy. Yeah. And there's little clips of the interview with a guy that made Braid. It seems like it's extremely, I think he did one game and just binned it off. Really intelligent guy. So I can totally see how he did that. But he did it. It looks like this guy is sad about his girlfriend or yeah. you know, he's kind of mo- like mooching about his house and going to all these other worlds and da-da-da. But yeah, if you wanted to... I like that, though, that you can interpret very, it in a totally different way. It's good. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Tim's... We don't like Tim anymore. <laughs> I figured there was something wrong with Tim. I just <laughs> tried, couldn't put my finger on it. But yeah. Well, there you go. Apparently, it's true. <laughs> something wrong with that boy. <laughs> <laughs> he made an atomic bomb. Um, <laughs> Number five, and this is get, this is getting. Um, I think this, this we're talking about a game that you guys haven't played, but I have. It's uh, something called the Demon Children of Goldshire. That's the that's the myth, and it's within the realm of World of Warcraft. Oh, okay. Have you guys heard of this? No. Well, you know World of Warcraft. You know World. It's a yeah. big game. Hmm. Um, so the the Children of Goldshire, sometimes known as Creepy Children or Creepy Goldshire Children, or just Demon Children of Goldshire. Lots of names. <laughs> Can you imagine? Okay. <laughs> They're a group of six human children that move in a group and appear in and around Goldshire, duh. Um, but they never stray too far from their house. Um, now look, 
It is pretty scary. Players hear strange noises such as banshee screams, growling, crying, or deep voices saying, you will die, followed by an old woman laughing manically. So, yeah, and if if you go into a certain time, certain dates and certain times in the day and so forth, a group of six human children will move in a group and appear in and around this area. Um, I've got it here. The children's names are Cameron, John, Jose, Lisa, Dana, and Aaron. Don't sound too speaky, do they? No, don't, not really. Um, but in the northern eastern part of Goldshire, there's there's a house with skinning and leather working trainers. On the second floor of this house, there's a room where spooky music plays. Yeah, only in this one room. And in this room, the children can sometimes be seen forming the pattern of a pentagon, silent and unmoving. Um, yeah, and if you do see them running outside, they're almost running a pentagon kind of formation. Ooh. Spooky. Uh, it, it, it's freaked a lot of people out within that game. Do you mean pentagram? Penta- pentagram. Did I say pentagon? Pentagram. Yeah, pentagram. Pen- sorry. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Pentagram, yeah. So, Ooh, spooky. I wouldn't want to stay in that house. Nope. Yeah, I which, wouldn't want to play World of Warcraft. Which of the kids but... is more evil? So I've, we've got here Cameron, John, Jose, Lisa, Dana, or Aaron. Who would you not... Who do you reckon is the, is the worst? Oh, definitely Aaron. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's always an Aaron, isn't it? <laughs> um, what if I told you... There were some spooky goings-ons in a Mario game. Oh, yeah, easy. <laughs> no, it's definitely, yeah, in there's, all of them. There's ghosts and yeah. haunted houses. All, we actually did speak about and, the stage, didn't and we? And an underworld. Yeah, there's loads of It's a bit dark. But on paper, at least, Mario's quite a nice, cutesy yeah. game. Um, I've actually got a picture here. So what do you think of that, Keith? Look carefully. It's a bit blurry. It's like, Keith's like, what am I looking at? It's just a load of blur. Um, no, like some spooky-looking silhouettes. Yeah. Yeah, they're a bit creepy. They are a bit creepy. Okay, alright, I'll have a look as well. Wow, this is, this is, uh, alright, okay. So, yeah, Super Mario Galaxy 2, which I have played, which is a very good game. I know they're going to re-release the first one in a new bundle on the Switch. Oh, are they? Will Um, that be £65 as well? Oh yeah, Yeah. basically. So it's, it's Mario 64, (laughs) Mario Sunshine, and, and Super Mario Galaxy 1. All bundled in that new Switch version. But Mario Galaxy 2... 60 quid. That's 60 quid, yeah. <laughs> is, it's a nice game. It's a very good, it's a good platform, actually. I don't know mm. if you guys have played it. I've fans? played it because they'll let me. It's a good game. One. Yeah, I haven't played that one. But if you get to Silverburn Galaxy, something, things get a little bit dark. Um, wherever you go, when you go to Silverburn Galaxy, you can look up... At the top of the massive walls, uh, you've got to really zoom in and you see three black silhouette figures watching you from afar. And um, what's really interesting, actually, is that in the game, it's almost almost impossible to see it yourself unless you mod the game to zoom in further and get a closer look. But if you do do that, it's three very scary figures watching you. And they're quite like black silhouette sort of monsters, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, they're kind of weird. Um, Nintendo have yet to make any official statement on what these figures are, but when the core game of files were assessed by some players... It was discovered that the map beyond the playable area, you know, beyond this mm. level was called Beyond Hell Valley. Oh, I know, right? And the figures themselves are called Hell Valley Trees, but I don't think they look like trees to me. They, they look like they scary trees. ghosty things. Um, yeah, so pretty scary stuff. So, they, they, so it's there, but you wouldn't even be able to see it if you're playing it normally. Oh, and they're watching you. They're, they're watching they're, but you. They're there. Why, and why would you call it Hell Valley? I mean, that's Hell that's Valley. weird, isn't it? That is weird. So you can't play 
Hell Valley, you can't get over there and play. Anything? No, I think it's unlockable area. It's just another map outside the playable map. That and you sense. can only see them if you zoom in. Apparently, I mean, I've, I've played the game, but I never noticed yeah. them because, like, you know, you just why would you really pay no. attention? But yeah, pretty it's... scary stuff going on there. Yeah. Um. Again, we're, we're getting getting a bit more spooky as well here. So in third place, there's a ghost in Minecraft. No. But there's zombies in Minecraft, so it's not that surprising. <laughs> there is zombies. They're called creepers, aren't they? Yeah. Um, Brine. Have you heard about this? It might be Herobrine. Herobrine? Or Herobrine, you know. <laughs> nope. Um, the ghost in Minecraft. It's, a, it's, it's been a huge debate whether this exists. But, but forums, Minecraft forums in about 2010, they basically, there's, 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 this, there's this crazy ghost figure. Um, and basically, it's a copy of the default player character, but with no eyes. But Ooh. any time he tried to get closer, the figure would uh, turn a corner or walk into the fog and disappear. Um, it is reported seeing man-made structures randomly appearing in his world. Um, and that, and this person, one of the players said, um, that he had been contacted by other players who had seen this figure. So this crazy, spooky ghost. Does it exist? Um, after, so the person that posted this, he said he, he was, he, he reported being contact, contacted by a user called Herobrine, who simply said, stop, 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 you know, spreading my news, you know, where I am. Um, Notch, that's the, the game's creator, has said that Herobrine does not exist and has never been a part of the game in any capacity. However, the plot thickened with the Minecraft beta, beta 1.66 update when included in the list of patch notes was an item reading removed Herobrine. Hmm. Herobrine. Herobrine, Herobrine. This, yeah, so that might be a joke, but maybe there was a ghost in the original Minecraft, and it, apparently it's killed people, it's removed structures people were built in, within the game, obviously, and it's quite, quite sinister. Is it just a bug? <laughs> Could be a bug. <laughs> Could be a bug. <laughs> Could be some weird bug. Um, yeah, who knows? Are, are you guys Minecraft fans? I'm not really, to be I've fair. I've only played a bit here and there. I'll have to ask my son if he's heard about that. Yeah, because he he's he's a big fan and my son's yeah. a fan. Drummer going to the um the ECX, gaming. Yeah. ECX, that was the first thing they went went to. Minecraft straight to Minecraft. <laughs> you can play Minecraft at home. No, we want to play <laughs> no, Minecraft. We want to see the, the, the yeah. EGX, yeah. We want to the ghost, is it? No, no. <laughs> um so we've got two left. The penultimate myth is in a game called Secret of Evermore. Have you heard about this game? Nope. I've heard uh, that the name is familiar. Secret of Evermore. It's What's an it RPG. SNES. Oh, it's no. a SNES RPG, yeah, and actually, I, I haven't it. really heard of it really until I started to do some digging around on this. It's a, um, it's quite a nice RPG. Apparently, it's kind of loosely based on Mighty McFly. So you're a, a teenage boy, um, and you the whole point of your game is you can. Uh, it's kind of based on cheesy B movies, and you can sort of travel um, in different parts. Or, so you can go. It's time travel, but if you went to like the Egyptian stage, it's kind of B movie settings. That makes sense. Yeah. So it's quite a friendly yeah. RPG. Obviously, you have to attack people. Um, it was made by SquareSoft, and they obviously they based they based it quite on popular culture, uh, and they really made it an American sort of mainstream game for, for that sort of market. I think it was only released in America, actually. Yeah. So it never released in Japan. It plays similarly to Secret of Mana. You've okay, heard of that, obviously. Yeah, heard of uh, but with a goofier tone, so quite a friendly tone. Happy days. Uh, but in 2010, a post uh, from Wayne Rainwood Works blog has been circling that the rumour was actually sp- supposed to be a lot darker during development. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a How very, dark? very dark game. And a little bit more has come out since. Uh, the urban legend, in, if you want to believe it, says that Secret of Evermore 
Um, let's see. Here. So the, yeah, there's an eerie opening sequence, and I watched this, and it was like, "What is it? It looks pretty spooky," and it really clashes with the tone of the actual game. So the dialogue at the start basically says, <clears throat> "So the one, one and a character speaks to, to you, the, the kid says, How can you live with what you've done? Those poor children.'" That's kind of the intro. Like, what is this? Well, um, so the, the dialogue obviously suggests that the main character has actually end up killing or, or harming children at least. Absolutely incredible. And there's apparently also a character named Queen Blue Garden who jumps off a balcony to her death with only dialogue giving indication that, that she was a robot as opposed to a woman committing suicide. So it's almost like they added it on. Like, no, she's not really dead. She yeah, was a yeah. robot all along. Wow. So apparently it was, there's little snippets, little rumours that the game itself was going to be extremely dark. Then they thought, no, let's just and make someone it. Someone said, no, that'll never sell. Possibly. No, Nintendo <laughs> would never go for that. Like. Yeah. Um, there are rumours there's other stuff out there like, you know, early demos and stuff, but there's not much, you know, it's all rumours and myths. So it does look like a very interesting game, actually. Interesting. It sounds it. Um, I've probably saved one of the best to last, actually, and this is a really... This is, the, this is our last ever gaming myth. It is. It's, it's the last ever gaming myth. This is the last ever only, gaming myth there was. There's only 30, there was. There's only 30 so yeah. I, I'm glad I've picked a good one. So it's not supposed to be in rank order, but this one, number one, I quite like this one. It's, have you heard of the... Have you heard of a text video game, text-based video game, uh, called Pale Luna? You heard about this? Pale Luna? No. So it's a text no. adventure game. And obviously, you know what that is? It, there's no real pictures. Yeah, you just go, yeah. walk, walk, go north. Da, 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 Big in the or, 80s. Yeah. Big in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's got a cult following. People still yeah. like them, to be fair. Um, <clears throat> this is great. I love this story. Well, I don't. Actually, I don't. Anyway, <laughs> let's, let's do this. Um, so a lovely text-based adventure, but it ended up with a very frightening revelation. So throughout the game, you move your character through your forest using simple commands, holding a shovel, as well as a rope. So they're your two big um, tools, basically. Yeah. And during your journey, you're followed by the ominous Pale Lunar, who frequently smiles wide when completing certain actions. And I've seen text of, of the game. I'll Google it. And yeah. Um, the word smiles wide comes up. That's quite, cre- quite creepy, isn't it? Yeah. Like when you picture it, yeah. Wide. And people have done mock-up pictures of what they think Pale Luna looks like. It's like some sort of creepy zombie girl with a big wide smile. Um, so yeah. Um, simple design, really. It's, it's part, and actually it's, Quite a broken game, apparently. Many critics gave up on it. Oh, it's a bit of a rubbish game. It's not brilliant. It's never. It's no way the best text adventure game. Pretty much unplayable. But if you did complete it, um, if so, yeah, many players quickly lost their patience with Pale Luna, um, and a lot of them didn't bother give, playing it. But but one player named by Michael Nevins, he was determined to figure out this mysterious game out, and eventually succeeded. And at right at the end of the game, I'm talking as you as you complete it, apparently there are several lines of text and command prompts and it just literally I think it's numbers. Right. And you'd be like, what is that? Hmm. These numbers were a set of coordinates. Now Michael, good old Michael, he actually located he found out where these were, uh, and he picked up a shovel, map compass, followed the coordinates to a forest park, um, <laughs> Noting, I'm scared, man. I know. Um, <laughs> What's he going to find? I'm scared. He went to a lo- he went to his location. Uh, he found exactly the right place, and he started to dig. Uh, and there was a small dirt mound, and he Im- Im- immediately began to dig that hole. What was in that mound of of earth? Do you want to have a guess? A message saying you've won the game. Yeah, I you wish it was. Win the game. Oh, I wish it was treasure. 
I wish it was. Uh, this is where it's getting dark. A bomb. I wish it. No, no, <laughs> I don't wish it. Well, maybe actually. No, he dug it up, and there wasn't treasure. He discovered a uh, decomposing head of a little girl. No, no. Now, is no, that a myth? That's a myth. Is that true? Is that it's a, a good story? It's a great story, but oh, no. that's freaked me out. Oh, oh, no. Sorry, I, I I left the last one. That's, that's a good one. It's adult good. themes. We yeah, we we, we said yeah, it. Adult. Did we say adult? The trilogy no, is adult. Like we're saying all the time now. <laughs> <laughs> Anything with myths, we've got <laughs> yeah. the adult themes. Yeah, you're doing a little text thing at the front. I'm that's sure. a great story, but it can't be real. It's crazy, it isn't it? <laughs> so, I, you know, who knows? Mad. That is just what? <laughs> I don't My, like it. No, I don't. I'm like, I'm, 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 um, what's another happy myth? Um, Bigfoot. You could be Bigfoot in GTA yeah. 5. The only reason I throw a, a bit of doubt on that is why, okay, guy beat the game. We just recognized that there were coordinates and he had the skill to find exactly where these coordinates like, and also the person who buried the head knew exactly the coordinates of that exact spot. There's too many exacts to, for, for that to be true. In Breaking, it's a nice sto- It's a horrible story. And horrible, it's a horrible story. It reminds it's me of Breaking Bad. Do you remember right at the end when uh, Walter White buries his, his, mm. he buries all, all of his money and he leaves the coordinates on the lottery ticket, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Here are the coordinates. So there you go. But instead of, unfortunately, people of, want to watch Breaking Bad now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's old, actually. It's, it's so good, but it's old. Look, yeah. that was a bit of a... Sorry if that was a bit of a downer to end on, but I think it's a really cool... It's a cool story. It's a cool story, story like that, that. the very yeah. most. Um, I hope you enjoyed our gaming miss. If, if you haven't heard parts two and one, go back and check mm. them out. Yeah. So, any final thoughts, guys? Any myths? That I thoroughly we- enjoyed you telling us all these myths. Yes. Missing I think we've reasons. gone to some dark places. We have. Really. Arguably too dark. That's, that's quite a dark episode but, today, wasn't you it? you know, um, I'm quite interested to actually explore sort of metaphors in games now. After the braid thing. Mm. I'm pretty sure there are a lot more games out there yeah. that try to tell a story, some but mixed, not in, some mixed in an indirect way. Yeah, so definitely. If anyone knows any of those... Well, we kind of mentioned with Earthbound. Tweet I'm not going to repeat what it's about, but there's room, you know, Earthbound... And that kind of oh, story. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah, that was yeah. one. We don't know. But yeah, I think you're right. There might be some very dark messages that them. Let's find them. Let, let me at them. Let's research them. Let's discuss those. Yeah, I like that idea. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. Good. Well, guys, if, you, if I've missed any myths or conspiracy theories, or if you, you're a rat man listening and <laughs> you do exist, come back to us. We know you're out there, rat man. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 rat man. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. If you want to get in touch regarding this week's episode or anything else, you can tweet us at Arcade Attack UK, at Keith Barlow82, and at Arcade underscore Adriano. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Arcade Attack UK. Please check out our website at arcadeattack.co.uk for lots of retro gaming goodness, interviews, reviews, features, top 10, etc. And you can also find all our previous podcasts there. Our podcasts are available to stream from the website and are available to download for free from Stitcher, Podbean and iTunes, where you can also leave us a review and a rating, which we would really, really appreciate. So until next time, take care and we'll speak to you soon.